welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Hey, yo. Hey, we're back. Here we are. One, uh, one week of preseason games in the... Uh, in the books. Very exciting stuff, man. Ugh, it's like my sex life. It goes by so fast. <laughs> God. I wasn't ready for that, man. Yeah. All right. Pretty soon we're going to be talking about fantasy championships and getting ready for the 2018 rookie class, which is going to be pretty splendid, I will say. It sounds like your sex life goes really fast. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. I'm always, I'm always happy. Yeah, all right. Well, I always speak for myself. That makes one of you. Uh, so week... One of the preseasons in the books. That means we're one step closer to the real deal Holyfield. Uh, so for all you dynasty leagues or you know that start to have your rookie drafts now or all, whatever the heck you do, congrats. All right. Uh, we're getting ready for the redraft season to come along. Sure. Which, uh, speaking of, I will have on tomorrow, Thursday, uh, my hour-long special. I already did an hour-and-a-half special on ESPN Cleveland. From eleven to noon. Cool. All my man. Cleveland peeps listening. Nice. I'll be on Cleveland uh, ESPN Cleveland eight fifty. They re-signed me. Nice. They brought me in. They're like, Rich, you did such a phenomenal job last year. We want to pay you more money and bring you back in. And I was like, Where do I sign up? Yeah. This is phenomenal. So I'll be back doing redraft shows, talking redraft. Once you, once you do dynasty so much, redraft just comes easy. Sure does, man. You know the ins and outs of everybody. Exactly. So. uh we have obviously now when the season comes along and stuff like this happens, we have tons of news and notes. Yes. There is so much to talk about. Let's start off with a huge. I love when this happens, by the way, when the NFL gets all real fancy football ish and starts making these big trades. I know. That was crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, it caught me off guard completely. Sammy Watkins to the LA Rams. Now, if you could pick like a team, like where's the worst spot you could send Sammy right now? You'd be like, hmm, the Jets. That's exactly right. And you'd be like, yeah, give me number two. Hmm, L.A. Rams. No, come on. Where would number two for you be? Um, our hometown Browns. No, come on. I'd much rather have Deshaun Kaiser throwing the ball right now than what's going on in the Rams. I mean, they have the number one overall pick last year, Jared Goff. I know he's got a ways to go. Stop but Stop living in the past. Okay, we're, we're splitting hairs here. Okay, It's not football Siberia. It's not ideal, but hey, no. honestly, it's warm there a lot. So good for Sammy. Sure. And Sammy's still good. Like I said, if Kenny Brick can score 1,000 yards over there, and I know I see all the tweets where most of those yards came from Case Keenum and not Jared Goff, but he was still the number one pick like Matt said, and usually number one picks get better unless your name's Jamarcus Russell. They don't know. I mean, they don't always get better, but I mean, you know, he was drafted for a reason. He's going to at least get an opportunity, and I think he, um, I think, I think he'll develop a little, at least a little bit this year. I think this is a situation where talent wins out. I still like Sammy Watkins. I still like Sammy Watkins a lot. I think this talent speaks for himself. I think going to LA is not a bad thing. Like I said, if L, if Kenny Brick can score a thousand yards in LA. Sammy Watkins to score five thousand yards in L.A. So I mean, it, <laughs> Jesus, I mean, I almost, I almost did not catch that because I was about to start my own point. Uh, but he, he's not going to get five thousand yards, Rich. But you yeah, know. I'll meet you in the middle. Okay, all right. Um, I completely lost my train of thought. Health, Thanks. health is Sammy's issue. Talent, oh yeah, big time. Talent is not Sammy's issue. Look at Tammy Sammy's 
points, fantasy points, when he's healthy. He's a productive mofo. Well, I saw a, I saw um, a stat. I think it was on. I believe it was on Twitter um, that showed him and Julio's first like three years, and they're almost identical. Because Julio was, I mean, if you remember, was banged up with foot issues his first few years. He still got years. foot issues. Right, I know. Anybody um, not love Julio? Exactly. So um, they, their parallels are, are are pretty close as far as yards and, and games played and, and targets and all sorts of stuff like that. So, I mean, the, the upside is there. They're both freaks. Um, and, you know, once once he gets into a stable quarterback situation – and gets a hold of this new offense. I, I mean, it's not even a new offense. He, he really, he went from his coordinator last year. Yeah, he's very familiar. So with he's the he's familiar with the offense. And no matter what, Sammy's a free agent next year. If it doesn't work out there, he can go somewhere else. If they now they gave up a lot for him, so they're going to franchise him or sign him. Right. I was going to say they're going to keep him there. But it's not like it's end of the world. I am still. I'm trying. I'm using this as another opportunity to try and buy low on Sammy Watkins. Sure. And no, I, I could see that. I mean, because there are a lot of people that think are thinking just like you that. Hey, this this is really detrimental to his value. But I mean, look in the long term. I mean, thinking like me, I'm another side of the rainbow. No, thinking like you, like, hey, I can go get him. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay, okay. But their quarterback situation nowadays, these they're not franchises aren't tied to their first round quarterbacks like they used to be. Even if it's a number one overall pick, i.e., Blake Bortles, they can get out from underneath this guy in a few years, and really it doesn't set back the franchise like it used to. So they can just go right back to the well and pick again. I mean, it sets them back because you need a quarterback to win, but not financially. Financially, they used to be tied to these guys. Oh, though. yeah, so they sure. So they would really, I mean, they would go down with the ship, go yeah. down with the ship. Now they can just cut ties and move on. You see that video today of Allen Robinson yeah. yelling about Blake yeah. Bortles? Yeah. Sure, they got to make a trade. Blake Bortles is bad, man. They need to knock on Cleveland's door and call, start calling for Osweiler. They can have him. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, Can I totally. You up your thought again? Yeah, you totally screwed me up again. Wow, you have really poor concentration. You know what? It was one of those days. What do you want yeah. from me? I don't want anything from you. I just want to talk fans, dynasty fans football. Right. Is that asking too much from you? Sid? No, it is not. So there was another side of that trade as well, or at least another side. Yeah. Of... So they get rid of Sam and like, what are they going to do? Is it Zay Jones and Anquan Bolden? And they're like, right. not so fast. All those Nelson Algalore rumors have been pretty true, which we mentioned a couple weeks ago saying, hey, this is a former first round pick. Don't give up on him too soon. Sure enough, he's now the slot receiver. They trade J. Matt, Jordan Matthews to the Buffalo Bills. I am now about to do an impersonation for you. I don't do many impersonations, but this is an impersonation. This is Jordan Matthews arriving at Buffalo Bills camp. Hey, guys, how you doing? Just got here. Got here about five minutes. Oh, my sternum. Oh, my goodness. I think it's chipped. I think it's chipped. I'm going to be week to week. Don't throw me anything. Okay. Yes. Fair enough. First practice. How did uh, I do for my first that practice? Was, that was a pretty good nice. Jordan Matthews impersonation. For those of you guys that couldn't see him at home, he was dead on. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> I was like so Archie Bunker. Very first practice. Chipped sternum, which Ugh. just doesn't sound good at all. No. It I, sounded worse like when I heard, like, oh, he's got a chip sternum. Like, well, there we go. He's on the IR or something. Like, no, he's just like week to week. Just I mean, a chip. I guess it depends on how you chip it, but geez, oh, man. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, if you like, you have a cho- chocolate chip cookie and a chip falls out, like, the cookie's still good. <laughs> cookie, your just sternum's little, still good. It's a little chip. It's just a little chippy chip. Um, but uh, that sounds painful, man. It does I mean, sound painful. That's like one of those very tender areas on any human uh-huh. being, no matter what. So, which is just weird. Like, it's just it's just a weird injury. I never even heard of that before. Like a chip sternum. Like, neither by. Where's Dale? <laughs> uh, so he's in, he's gonna be week to week, but it's still good news for Jordan Matthews because he might 
find himself a role there. I, For me, I'm just more excited about Zay Jones. We're talking about today they came out and said, head coach came out and said, Zay Jones is actually going to be our ex receiver. He's playing on the outside, which is pretty exciting. I think Zay Jones is going to be one of those guys that we're going to be talking about in about 12 months from now saying, hey, his dynasty value is like looking really good right now. I mean, I've... I've been impressed with Zay Jones going all the way back to the first time I saw him. I think he scored like at least 800 yards this year. I, I could definitely see that. I mean, when I saw him in the Senior Bowl, I mean, he he excelled there, and then I went back and watched his tape, and his tape looked excellent. There's no, I haven't seen one thing of Zay Jones where I was like, eh, I don't know if this guy can really do it. I, I've liked everything I've seen from that. You know, no one else I couldn't see? Like five months ago, nobody else saying, hey, take Zay Jones in the first round. I don't know why I don't know why I didn't see that anywhere. I don't remember hearing that from anyone. No, I, I remember we've been saying for about <laughs> six months you should <laughs> take Zay Jones in the first we, round of your rookie draft. We have been, and it's all come to fruition, has it not? It has. I don't yeah. think there was any way for us to know that they would be shipping off Sammy Watkins. Well, obviously your crystal ball is broken. <laughs> but yes, I buff mine every day. I guess so. Buff that ball real well. Oh God! Look in there and hey, Zay Jones. So anyway. no, but we talked about that. Even it was like Sam, like we're like they didn't renew Sammy. The right. writing was on the wall. Right, he wasn't most likely coming back. Zay Jones, he did it. He's done it in college. He did the, the East West Shrine game. He's done it. He's done it. He's done it. Everywhere. And now yep. he's gonna be in a position again. He's already showing on camp, catching everything. Everything he's done on tape is coming to fruition in the NFL. Real excited for Zay Jones. I'm hoping that you took Zay Jones in your rookie draft so you can be excited as well. Lots of people came away getting Zay Jones pretty high in the second round because that's just the way it fell. And people, a lot of people wrote us on Twitter saying, hey, you know, I hope you're right on Zay Jones because I actually took him in the second round. Like, that's great value. Yeah, that's super good value. And now if you go back, if you had a redraft today, Zay Jones is going in the first round. Right, every sneaking single in for draft. sure so. back into that first round. So there was another kind of big newsy item that happened last week. By low. Um, no, I'm talking about Zeke suspension. Yeah, by low. Oh, by low. Dude, I, I saw, like, I you saw think Ryan you, McDowell, tw- tw- he, uh, tweeted out, uh, Ryan McDowell of DLF was tweeting out, like, recent Zay, uh, Zeke trades, and some of them, I'm just, I'm like, they're, they're literally blowing my mind. The only fair one I saw was, like, LaShawn McCoy in two first. That was, like, the only one I kind of saw was fair. Even then, I'm like, I'd still rather have, rather have Zeke. Right, I mean. Just, some of them were terrible, and people are just jumping a gun. First of, first of all, we play dynasty fantasy football, first of all. Right. So this is long term, and it's only six games, which I'm telling you, like I'm going to be talking to some, my ESPN show for those redraft value. It probably will know probably sooner than that. I would almost guarantee this gets reduced probably down to at least four games. He, he, did, he did officially appeal it. Um, yeah, I, w- I mean, I wouldn't be surprised either, um, considering he did not actually get charged with anything that they don't reduce it. Yeah, I bet it's reduced a little bit. So, um, memories. If memory serves me correct, um, didn't they reduce Big Ben's? Didn't he have a yeah. suspension? Then they reduced it. Yes, it was also for um, almost everybody's gets reduced except right. for Tom Brady's. Right. So they really stuck it to him. Right. And here, here's a good example. Remember when Le'Veon was suspended for like six games, and people were like, "Oh, guys, got to trade Le'Veon." Got to trade Le'Veon. Got, and you, same thing. It was literally the same thing. People were like trading Le'Veon for good value. How, how many people, those people regret that trade? I'm sure right all of now. them. Yeah. yeah I'm sure, I'm sure anyone that's trade. traded Le'Veon would regret it. I will regret it for the rest of my life. It's <laughs> the worst trade I've ever made in the <laughs> history was, of my dynasty that existence. A, that was a really bad one, man. Yeah, you know. You live and you learn. Yes, hey, you do. You make mistakes. Sometimes you get players you believe in. 
and they turn out to be alcoholics. But hey, 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 I don't judge. You know, nobody I make does. mistakes. Yeah. I hit a bump in the road. You know what? I have my seatbelt on. I'm going to be safe. Yes, you are. I'm going to keep on driving. Keep on right? keeping on. But yeah, you know, people do that stuff. Don't. Uh, you should never be quick to react in Dynasty, whether it be buying, mm. whether it be selling. Remember, right. this is a long-term game we're playing here, people. It's called Dynasty. We're here in this forever. I mean, you should react to other people's quick judgment. I mean, yeah. like on, on stuff like Zeke, be reactive if they're willing to part with him for for less now that he's suspended for six games definitely take advantage of that kind of stuff because this is like rich was saying a long-term game here and anything that you give up is going to be worth it for for zeke if it's been if it if the price has been reduced at all you're getting a bargain if you can give up multiple first and player x for zeke absolutely yeah there's not many players first of all the first First Merce, right? I don't even care about the first. You don't know where they're going to be. Once you get Zeke, it's going to be a late first anyways. And Player X, if they're not, like, Lung is not, like, somebody who has, like, pretty much high second round value or higher, you're getting pretty good value. Just imagine if you're doing a startup draft, right? And you have a player that you're going to take in, say, the high third round. And you offer the guy who would pick 1-6. Like, say that's where Zeke would go, 1-6 right about now. Hey, I'll give you this third round pick and and a first in twenty eighteen nineteen for uh one six in a startup draft. People are gonna look at you and be like, uh No, no. thanks. I'll just uh I'll I'm just a, make my pick and have yeah, my cornerstone. I'll have my player. cornerstone running back here for right. a while. Yeah, so don't just put the offers out there, don't sell. It's that simple. In the right. meantime, you have run DMC and you got Alf Morris back there. You know, if you want, if you need some kind of run, if you have Zeke, maybe you try and go out there and get those from those guys for, uh, you know, yeah. like a, a nickel. Right. You know, here don't I, overpay a nickel. Right. Buff it up a little bit. Spit on it. Right. Rub it on your shirt. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't overpay for his backups. I would, you know, if, I would just look elsewhere. I would look elsewhere. Period. Right. But because once Zeke comes back, he's going to be a ferocious animal. And I don't even think it's going to be six games. I don't. It's my prediction. I, I would tend to lean that way as well. On, let me give my buff, uh, my buff ball. I, yep, four games. Your sound, Good to go. your sound effects are amazing. I know. I do it all. I do impersonations. I do sound effects. I talk with peanut butter in my mouth, and I say "run in" instead of "running yeah. back." Um, well, that's what I do. Yeah, that's what I do. Hey, I am me. Be who you are. I am who I am. I be who I be. In, Moving on. In other news, Jordan Reed um, apparently has some orthotic like shoe insert. Basically, did I mention that I sing? I did not. No, These you didn't. Boots are made for walking. Oh God. Um, <laughs> okay, okay I don't. But but anyway, uh-huh. that's not really the newsy thing to me, you know, because I'm sure there's other guys that play with you know special things in their Dash shoes. Boots? Yeah, but I mean, he basically said this thing. This insert has more cushion than his other cleats did, so it doesn't hurt his broken foot as much. Oh, which he kind of let out that. Oh, by the way, I have a broken, like a little broken bone in my foot. Um. So that's somewhat worrisome. Uh-huh. I mean, he's obviously going to be playing through it, but how, how long has he had this broken bone in his foot? Since he came out the womb, apparently. right? No, I mean, I mean, has he just been playing with it for like a few years? And it's one I mean, of those like foot stress fracture type. It's of been an issue right. forever for this guy. So right. when he plays, he's a stud, right? So if he if he laces up, I don't care what's on his foot. I don't care if it's a fake foot. Cut off, put a fake foot on it. I don't care. Just get in the field and produce. Because when he does, he's a top three. Uh, Fantasy tight end, and I love the guy. Oh, I, so I went all I, in on a lot of leagues. So to me, I'm, I'm a little bit depressed here because right, he's he's one of those guys. None that, of this is good news. You have to have him backed up with a, a pretty good 
backup plan, basically. I mean, like a guy that you can play for a four to five game stretch. Yeah. And well, not have to worry about it. Like we always say, you want to have good depth at tight end. Sure. Hopefully you drafted in this class. Uh, we preach tight end pretty heavily here. And hopefully you're in good position with that. Mm-hmm. Who has more fantasy points this year? Jimmy Graham or Jordan Reed? Good question. Um, I mean, if they both stay healthy, I think it would be Jordan Reed. But um, but we don't know that. We don't know that either one of them could stay healthy. So, I, I mean, it, 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 that's a toss. That's a toss of the coin. I'm slightly leaning Jimmy Graham. I'm leaning towards this year. I'm leaning towards Jimmy Graham as well. He we'll had see. a pretty good year last year. I mean, he had. He sure did. But we'll see. I, I if if Jordan Reed can get back in the field in a week and a half. All's good in the hood. And I mean, and Jimmy Graham is down twenty pounds from last year. He was playing close to two eighty last year. Ooh. Um Ooh. and he said basically he was he never was hundred percent, had to rehab his knee or uh yeah, his knee like every single day, basically, just to just keep himself healthy and in the game. Yeah, it's like an all time terrible injury. Like yeah. tell, I'm surprised he came back at all. I predicted when he first did, I was like, Oh, that's it for Jimmy Graham, we'll never see him again. Sure. <laughs> Shows what I know. So he was up at 280. Now Sometimes he's, now he's down to 260. Sometimes it doesn't work. Right, yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it tells fibs. It, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But whatever. He must not have so, waxed it enough. Let's see. Maybe this boot will be like a blessing in disguise. Sure. Like a little bit more cushion for the push-in. So <laughs> we'll see. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Brashad Perriman. Yeah, grade two hamstring tra- yeah. strain. And if you want to know what a grade two hamstring strain is, it's a bad one. Yeah. It means you're out like a month. Yeah. Like three to four weeks. So he's he's been down how long? Like two weeks now with it? And yeah. He's going to be pushing pretty close. Right around week one. To week one, which is him just missing like another big chunk of another off season, which. Just shows me the homeless predator is a huge bust. Yeah. This guy, I don't think he's ever going to be off um, the shelf yeah. officially. Like, I think this is a guy that you're going to get in like two to three game spurts here and there. And then he's just going to be. As Mr. Foley would issues. like to say, Rashad Perriman is going to mount to jack squat. He's <laughs> oh man. So, I mean, it's bad news for Perriman. Yeah, so do you I. Know, yeah. It's just kind of like a good news for Danny Woodhead. Good news for Jeremy Macklin. Right. Good news for Mike Wallace. I think it's the biggest the biggest beneficiary is Mike Wallace because him and Rashad Perriman are, are both deep threat type of guys. I know uh, Perriman probably is a little bit more to his game with a question mark inflection because we haven't really seen him. I mean, supposedly he's a little bit more of a... Um, I have to go back to Homeless Predators college days at UCF. Right. Because okay. I have no... I, I forget at this point. Yeah. I don't know what... I don't even know what it looks like without his Homeless uh, Predator haircut. <laughs> don't even know. I haven't <laughs> seen him. MIA. Can't get in the field. Nope. I think Mike Wallace is like a really good... Like, if you need receiver help, I think Mike Wallace is like a great, just a little sneaky. Yeah, great value return. Even Jeremy Macklin, I think Jeremy Macklin is really underrated. I think Jeremy Macklin has a nice bounce back year if Joe Flacco stay healthy in Baltimore, being their top receiver threat. I think for some of that you can get pretty cheap. I think both those guys are affordable. Mike Wallace way more than Jeremy Macklin. I mean, I think they've proven that they can definitely integrate a free agent wide receiver into their offense pretty easily. It seems like they do it almost every year. They, they have a them. they have a hard time drafting them. They They're like the Patriots. Yeah, they they really are, which is odd because they both they both basically came from the same tree of like scouting and everything like that. So they they might just have a hole in their scouting system that they've developed, you know, going back to the '90s Browns when they were all on the same mm-hmm. uh, all on the same team. Um, if you need receiver help, I really think that's a really good go get Mike Wallace. I'd highly highly recommend it. if I had any receiver help. Remember, we talk about small trades. 
I think that those both those guys are two small trades that could really work out for you if you need to push. Like if you're looking for a really good wide receiver three, somebody that's like a really good wide receiver three, they can start every single week. I think both those guys are options. I think they're both those guys. You should reach out to both those owners and test the waters and see what you could do. What are you? Who's a player that you don't like? Maybe it's one of these guys that we're talking about. You're we're, we're wary of today. Speaking of, I didn't even talk about say what we're talking about today. We're talking about players that we're a little bit wary of in uh, the 2017 season. Eventually, once we get through all these notes. 20 minutes and I start mentioning it. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, both those guys are really good gets, in my opinion. News and notes. It's, it's a long one. It, we long have one. got a ton of news and notes. Moving uh, on? Sure. Marquise Lee already going down with a, um, a right ankle injury. Um, good news for Alan Hearns owners. I but agree. with Blake I, Bortles, it sounds like it's bad news for everybody. It, I, I do think that that's kind of going to kind of be the incident. I think this is going to be, I think Blake Bortles from everything that we're seeing so far is going to kind of just self, self combust. He's going to self implode this year. And yeah. I think Allen Robinson's going to be a really good buy low. Well, I mean, but that's another, that's another year from now. Don't you think? Uh, no, but I'm talking about like in season type in of season, buy. Okay. Yeah. When All he's right. just like flailing and somebody needs like receiver help because they have him. I'm going. I'm going after a Rob pretty hard. But that doesn't bode well for his value this year. I mean, it can't. Who they? Will they, will they bring in a veteran? Who are they in mid season? Who the heck no, are they going to bring? Year. Oh, I was going to say for next oh, year. Oh no, yeah. no, no. Alan Robinson might help you this year. Yeah, but you're going to have to like like I'm trying to say is you're going to have Chad Henney comes in and you're going to have to well. suffer through another really crappy year. Basically, hey, if you play in the Superflex League, maybe you should go out there and try and get Chad Henney. Yeah, maybe for a little uh, sneaky out of nowhere. Hey, here's my second quarterback, fellas. A Rob scoring twelve touchdowns. Yeah, maybe, man, because Blake Bortles looks like a disaster. I hear there's whispers Just... in Jacksonville of all the receivers lobbying for Chad Henney. Oh, really? Whispers. Quiet little whispers, huh? Those are loud whispers. All right. Kind of oxymoron ish. My wife always says that I'm a wild, loud whisperer, so <laughs> I guess there are. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to the next guy. Speaking of boo-boos. Speaking of boo-boos on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette, man. These these the are the kind of injury, foot injury. These are the kind of issues right here that I was nervous about. Yes. And this is why I didn't have him and I still don't have him as my number one running back. Yeah, and this is here's the thing. We're in training camp and his foot's already acting up. And all I keep going back to is Dyson and Mike saying, You cannot take Leonard Fournette number one, because I'm telling you, he's gonna have this foot issue forever it's always gonna come up he's always gonna be temporarily disabled he's all he's he's a really good running back but he's always gonna be kind of on the dl i took leonard Fournette in our dynasty sure. now when he's been practicing he's looked really good right yes and i think he will be good but i'm already kind of starting to feel like once he has put together a couple good like consecutive like four or five games of like beast mode I might already try and get out from Leonard Fournette because if this foot is, is he the now, next Jonathan Stewart? I mean, these are like the same exact kind of issues that Jonathan Stewart had, and the guy could never practice. He'd come in the game, he'd look good, but over the years, Jonathan Stewart is—he's been worn down by this man. He's yeah. not as fast as he—he's he, not. He used to be a, a big fast back. Now he's just kind of a big back, and I'm that's concerned. all he is. I, I, I am. I am definitely concerned. Joe Mixon looked fabulous right. in his first game. Dalvin Cook. He is just fabulous. Right. Uh, so I am concerned. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know how bad it is because I said they're saying, like, wait on it. But it's a foot injury, and that's what it, his whole knot coming out was foot injury. Right. So, yeah, red flag. Huge, giant red flag that can cover your house. Yeah. So 
Take notes if you're a Leonard Fournette owner like I am. Maybe we'll talk about this as the season goes along, and I, obviously I'm going to be right on top of this. But sure. he might be a guy that we should all kind of like, okay, this is too much of a red flag for my investment. You put together a good five-game stretch. Maybe you can get somebody like Zeke or some. You know what I mean? Maybe you can flip this into somebody really good like Amari Cooper, something along those lines. You know, like, I mean, I can I can see elite, that you're not gonna get receiver. yeah you're not gonna get Zeke unless you throw in a ton of stuff. No, over the top, but over I the mean, some of those maybe somebody has like an influx of like really good. You see that all the time. People have like lots of good receivers, and maybe you can come away with sure, like a really sure. good young guy like Amari Cooper or something. No, those I, those I could I could get behind one of those kind okay. of moves. Yeah, moving on. Um, Jay Ajayi um, yeah. already banged up with a concussion, which. Like he was out for two weeks too, which means yeah. it wasn't a mild concussion. No, it's a little bit worrisome um, this early in the season because just because you know concussions could have one of those reoccurring type of things. And I'll happening. give you a little tease here. Let's wait to talk about this because I have JJ as my number one guy on my weary list. We will move on then. Moving on to right. um, let's talk about another guy. More injuries we're talking about: Bilal Powell, sure, and Matt Forte. Mm-hmm. Now Bilal Powell came back today, which we're recording this on a Tuesday, so he came back today, but he was gone for two weeks. Right. Matt Forte hasn't pretty has hasn't practiced since twenty sixteen, <laughs> allegedly. Seriously. He's got the hamstring injury. Uh-huh. The guy's thirty two two years old. Does he still even have a hamstring? I don't know. I mean at this point. It's, it's all allegedly right now. I'm not I will neither <laughs> confirm nor deny that a hammy's even there. Right. So Elijah McGuire's getting first team runs. Yeah, yeah. Another rookie. This guy Elijah McGuire, because remember, both these guys are old. Elijah McGuire might hold some value. Which is hard to say because any of that Jets t- deep offense right now is just like okay. You, I mean, you don't really want a piece of that offense, but s- there's still going to be some people on the field there. I mean, you know, like Chad Hansen, Ch- <laughs> Chad Hansen, Ch- uh, who? Oh yeah, Chad Hansen. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was I was thinking of like an old a running back, or uh, old, guy? Old, old quarterback. No, um, no, it's Josh McGowan. Yeah, never. Um, so yeah, I mean, they're, Chad Hansen's going to be out there. Um, McGuire. I mean, if you own Elijah McGuire, at least we're, you'll know pretty early what you kind of have invested in. This exactly. Guy. He. Uh, it doesn't sound like he stood out and and you know looked athletically uh, like above everybody no. else. But he might get an opportunity. Yes. This year, and and you know whether or not he does anything with it, you'll pretty much and know sell. right away. And sell. No, and you'll pretty much know right away. Hey, this guy stinks. This guy's. Got some value. If Forte gets cut, for example, which with the way they're doing with salary coming on that would not surprise me. I'm really surprised he's still on the team. I am to too. be honest. So. And then Bilal Powell gets beat up. Elijah McGuire will be the starter running back in there. And if somehow you can flip that into like a late first or maybe a very high second for a guy that you probably picked up in the fourth round, fifth round, it. yeah. Just keep your eye on that because that this team's in a complete rebuild anywhere. Unless he comes out, and he rushes for 200 yards, obviously. But if he's just a starter. That's going to hold value in somebody's eyes. Somebody's going to need running back help. By that time, other people are going to have hurt running backs. Sure. Hell, it might be the Bilal Powell owner himself. Flip them. Yep. Make some value out of there. I'm with you. Um, Who else is somebody else? Oh, speaking of hurt, somebody's not hurt. We can some, talk about somebody that's not hurt Somebody anymore. not hurt? Let's hear it. Ryan Matthews comes through. Ready? Impersonation. Hey, hey, guys, I'm back. Hey, my neck feels better. My neck feels great. Look, I can look left. I can look right. Hello? Hello? I said, I said I'm better. Guys? <laughs> Guys? I brought cheesesteaks. Cut. See ya. Uh, they didn't even, they didn't, they slipped a note under the door. Didn't even answer the door. See you later. 
Don't even come in the building. This seat's taken. You might stub your toe. <laughs> Get, Get out, out of here. <laughs> so, uh, it's like that that that, uh, that meme of uh, Grandpa Simpson walking in the bar, puts his hat on the coat rack, sees Bart Simpson's a bartender, turns right around, goes hat back <laughs> on, and walks right back out. Uh, that's right, Matthew. So he's cut. He might be. You know what? Thinks he might be an option in New York. We're talking about uh, McGuire. He might be an option, maybe even possibly in Dallas for a couple weeks. I mean, I don't know about. I mean, maybe in Dallas for a couple weeks. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, New York ain't signed. New way. York, no, he's nearly. But what if it? What he's if nearly it, thirty. He's he's another guy. That's I know, not, but it might get to the point where they're just guy. so decimated. Like if Powell's, if they cut Forte, Powell's hurt, and then like Elijah McGuire hurts his neck. I, don't I think know. they're going to be pretty active team on the waiver wire. To be honest, once once they cut everyone, moving in and out these cheap guys. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Moving on to. Now, here's a little news and notes. Newsy notes. D'Angelo Henderson. Yeah. Six-round pick mm-hmm. by the Denver Broncos at running back. Preseason game, number one, seven carries, 54 yards, and a touchdown. A lot of news coming out of Denver that this guy looks pretty good. And remember, uh, Devontae Booker, out for the year. Super boo-boo. Well, not for out for the year, but he's out. Is, okay. Is he on air? Right? Uh, no, I think he's going to be back for the regular season. But, yeah, he, he's missing the, the um, preseason. Yeah, you know, I see the word surgery, and I'm just like, oh. Right, right. It was a wrist surgery. Uh, he had a fractured wrist. Okay, well, he's not that great anyways. <laughs> and C.J. Anderson, right, which he might be on your weary list today. Uh, he may be. So, news and notes, check your waiver wire. Maybe he wasn't drafted in your league. D'Angelo Henderson, running back for the Broncos. Pick him up. Yeah, I mean, he's had a nice little preseason, nice little um, camp so far. Uh, it's just a tiny little guy. Speaking of good camp so far, I mean, is there anybody hotter right now than Kenny Galladay? I think not. Yeah, I, I'm seeing Galladay trades out there. People are giving up first-round picks for Galladay. To me, that's just uh, that's a little bit overblown. Yeah, I just... Where are you at on that guy? Okay. Now, I like Kenny Galladay. Sure. Second-round rookie pick, I'm all for it, right? Mm-hmm. Good upside there. He looked good in the preseason. He did. Mm-hmm. But we see tons of guys that look good in the preseason. Remember Kembrell Tompkins for the New England Patriots? Barely, but yeah. He was all the rave. Right. He died. He dominated the preseason. And where's Kembrell Tompkins now? I have no idea. Next to Waldo, because I don't know where he is. <laughs> so, yeah, Kembrell Tom, you know, just tread with caution. Sure. That's all. Sure. I... I saw a tweet out there. Someone says, I'd be interested in trading Kembrel, uh, Kenny Galladay now because I really can't imagine his value getting more than it is right now. I'm, if somebody's giving me a first-round pick next year for Kenny Galladay and maybe even something else, I'm flipping him. Sure. See ya. Yep. Adios. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Sammy Watkins is not doing that good year this year. I will give you Kenny Galladay my first next year for Sammy Watkins. Did you see that? those two touchdowns Kenny had? I didn't see Sammy score two touchdowns. No. Uh-uh. No. no way. I don't even know if the Rams will score two touchdowns this year. So you might want to jump on this drink. I'm heard he's going to start. I don't know who's going to start over, but I heard he's going to start. <laughs> so, again, I'm not saying Cal- Kenny Galladay is not going to be good, but I have seen this story tons of times. Now, I have seen it once, once where it panned out, and that was Victor Cruz. But, Victor was going berserk in the in the preseason. But even then, Victor had to wait two years so that came to fruition. Right. So not saying it's not going to happen, but we see this a lot where people come out in their beast mode. Now, Kenny Galladay did this in training camp, too, so that's where there's some news and notes because he did it in training camp. 
uh, OTAs, and now he did it in his first preseason game. Right. No, it, it is definitely carrying over, um, which is encouraging. But um, If he does it every week, then, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a little giddy about it. If he's named a starter, I'm a little more giddy about it. But I'm feeling an offers for Kenny. Sure, sure. Uh, number 10? Here, uh, yeah, here's another note. Uh, another kind of preseason um, hype guy, I guess. We talked about him last week. So we're going to get deep into it. No, Rico but, gathers. but Rico gathers. Yeah, he's having. A, he had another nice game. Caught another. Uh, uh-huh. Was it another one or was it two touchdowns? I think he had, I. I can't remember, but he's dominating in the red zone basically in practice and in today, games now. Today he got first team reps split with Jason Wynn. Right. Arrow's pointing up. Arrow's definitely pointing up. Um, he's learning from, you know, obviously a Hall of Famer there, which is great. And um, he's a physically, he's a physical freak. So. And last guy, last little news and notes, Thomas Rawls run ahead of Eddie Lacy in the game in, in training camp. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really surprise me. Um, Fat Eddie, I think, is working his way back from, what was it, an ankle surgery. So I, I, don't, I don't know if they're just taking it easy on him or if it's truly Thomas's Rawls. Thomas Rawls gig to lose at this point. Um, I did hear an interview with Pete Carroll and he, you know, he was, he was throwing a bunch of praise at Eddie Lacy for basically doing everything that they asked him to do and more. So, I mean, Eddie, Eddie, I think is in a good place. I I don't know what that's going to equate to for his fantasy value this year, but if he ends up being the feature runner, I think, I think that's a great place to be. They want to run the ball. In a PPR league, would it be crazy to say it's a possibility that CJ Procise could be the number one fantasy back out of there? Um, like if you're like, like if you were like looking for hits and stuff. Like, I mean, in a perfect world, it, you know, if CJ, you know, sometimes CJ like, Procise was to stay healthy all year, which he couldn't do his rookie year, then I I could say yeah, but I, I'm not. I mean, I can't know, guarantee he's going to stay healthy. I you know those people are out there, like those big time people that like fancy or anything they do. They literally just say stuff just so they get reaction. Sure, I can see. Like if that was that, if I was that guy, I'd tweet out like right now, like CJ Procise will be the number one fancy back in Seattle this year. People are like, oh, you're wrong. So people are like, oh, I agree with you. I'm like, yeah. Right. See, look at me. I'm in the news. Look well, at all these retweets I got. Look at all these likes. People like what I'm doing over here. People don't like what I'm doing, which means they like what I'm doing. No, or yeah, all publicity is good publicity. But it's not, yeah, it's not too crazy of a take, right? It's not the craziest thing I've ever heard, no. Now, let's talk about something that is crazy. Okay. It's our sponsor, Maisie. Yeah. If you're not using them for your fantasy leagues, or more especially your dynasty leagues, you're crazy, man. Yeah. You're they... crazy. You're doing it wrong. What's Maisie? What is it, Rich? I was waiting for you to tell me that they're amazing. They are amazing. <laughs> Maisie. M A Z. E-Y. We've been using it for months upon months now. We have, man. And, and you know what I it is? I use it every day. Literally every day we have something going on on there. Um, it's basically just like a mobile you know, uh, chat room for your Dynasty League. You just set it up, and it, it comes through on your phone like a text message, basically. But you don't have to give out your phone number to complete strangers. Like, we're, no. in, a, we're in a bunch of leagues, you know, where we don't necessarily know these people, know these people. We, you know, we're we're in the league the um the superflex league where we don't i mean they're they're all the listeners so we, we don't know them personally. Know, personally or anything like that but we've gotten to know them quite well on the chat yeah it's a great way to communicate with people not even with like even with people you know right, right? maybe you don't want to like, just clog up your text messages and you know if it comes here's the thing i like about it too every time a notification pops up of the message i know it has to do with fantasy football right you know exactly. i know that's what it's there for 
And like you said, I don't want I don't even want my friends to have my phone number. Some of them, <laughs> right? I don't let alone some strangers to be right. you know, be sending me all kind of weird pictures or just say anything like or just bother me with, with any kind of nonsense. So Maisie's a great app. First of all, it's free. Mm-hmm. The owner I just talked to him today. Is doing, they're doing all kinds of upgrades on the app. They just did another upgrade the other day where they even give you more advanced features. And what it is, it's a free app. You go in there. All your, all your league mates get in there for free. And they have – you can personal direct message people. So you can put out there saying, hey, I'm looking to trade a JHI. Direct message me if you're interested. And then all of a sudden now the whole group can't see you. They direct message you. You can communicate with that person one-on-one. Just one-on-one, right. And you, know, you, and you could be communicating with three people – about the same trade one on one, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you do it through your website, whatever league, ho- hopefully you're hosting on myfantasyleague.com. But if you're not anything, you don't want to send a trade offer and somebody misses it, or they don't get an email, they don't check their emails often. You're like, this is direct. It's right. the quickest way to get a hold of somebody. It's literally like a text message. It pops up on your phone, just like looking like just like a text message, just like a text right. message. Maisie, M A Z E Y. I have four of my dynasty leagues that are connected through Maisie right now. I use this thing every day. If you're getting ready for some redraft leagues, maybe you want to start a redraft league uh, with some people on Twitter. And you retweet and you get 12 people to gather for 50 bucks. Again, you don't want to give out their phone numbers. And come on, email to communicate back and forth for trade-wise. Who knows when you can get a response about that. Right, exactly. I mean, you can even use it for things like, I don't know, if anyone has kids or anything that are into sports, just like the parents. Like, hey, you know, just to coordinate things like oh, yeah. snacks or anything. I mean, like if your kids are real little, you know, like the snack time or whatever. You could use it for a ton of different it stuff. It goes well beyond right. fantasy football. Right. They actually, they even created this app for fantasy football. Right. Originally, it was exactly for what you were talking about, for people to just communicate uh, that wasn't via text message. It just works out where it's that good for fantasy football. Right. I promise you, all I ask you to get, we don't steer you wrong on anything. Download it. Give it a try to your league mates. I guarantee you, you could thank me later. Right. We have had people on on Twitter say, "Oh my gosh, thank you! You saved our league because like no one was talking at all, and then all of a sudden we we all signed up for Maisie, and now everyone's talking again. And like the, and, it's, and it's key. You to know, like survival. the the trades are the oh. trades are starting to happen and stuff like that again. So I mean, action, man! You right. don't want a dead league when people are like, "Dude, this league's boring. Nothing's really going on. There's no trades. You need that action and direct access as quick as possible." Again. Ooh, Marshawn Lynch resigned. Oh, can we get you know just that quick access to somebody? Again, it could just be the difference between you making that trade and not. So make sure you get on whatever app application you have now today and download the app Maisie M A Z E Y. You could think us later. Booyah! So now let's get in uh, a little topic here that we were talking about before, mm-hmm. and that is players that we're weary of. All right. I mentioned previously that my number one guy is Jay Jai. Yes, you did. He's already got a concussion, right? Mm-hmm. Guy's injury prone. The guy hasn't really done. You take away those two, three, two hundred yard games. He hasn't really done much. He has had a, a few really big outbursts. I agree. Yeah, three to be exact. Right. And literally, that's about it. But this guy's ADP in dynasty. It's it's late second round, third round in dynasty startups. That blows my mind. Like what? I would want. I would literally want every. And I, I say this wholeheartedly if you were like hey i'll give you joe mixon for jj sold hey i'll give you christian mccaffrey for jj sold i would definitely i would definitely do that because I, I mean i see jj as a very short-term asset so i mean whereas i could see people being excited for him for this year i don't get the long-term value you know that people see in this guy where he would be like really high in startup drafts because he's just 
to me, he's too much of an injury risk. He's um, he has a degenerative condition in his knee. Mm-hmm. So I mean, to me, that if you don't know what that means, that means his knee is going to just fall off. He's going <laughs> to be a pirate within the next ten years. Right. I mean, it's not. That's not. It's not that extreme, but yeah, it is going to be pretty oh, bad. Not. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, you might have it. You might have your facts a little bit twisted. Um, twisted like his knee. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, our senior writer Corey Evans. You can follow him at Corey Evans NFL. Had a great tweet today. It said in 2016, Jay Jai ran for 48 yards or less in six of his 15 regular season games. 48 yards, that amounts to, if you, if you do fractional points, 4.8 points. You are some sort of math wizard. Oh, my God, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, I am getting out before the even season starts, personally. Definitely if like, this whole Jake Cutler thing doesn't pan out, you got to focus on the run a little bit more. I just don't want anything to do with JJ. I've said this multiple times. I'm getting out from JJ. I'm very wary of him. I am seeing if I can go get maybe, you know, I'm starting with, you know, for Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, Christian McCaffrey, I'm starting with, hey, can I get, I'll give you a Jai, but you give me Mixon in your second. Okay. You know, maybe I ask for the first two just to see how big they are, but I don't want to, like, you know, overblow my coverage here. (laughs) So I'd I'd do that. And then they came back, dude, I'll give you Joe Mixon straight up. Accept. 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 Sold. I will. Quicker than anything because right. i am not i'm not in it what do you think of jay jay no I, i'm with you like i said just short-term guy for me if you can get out from underneath him for for a young asset that you have like you do see long-term value in i would do that yeah in a second get yeah. out yep close the door behind you tell him to meet up with bishop ranky oh our poor bishop ranky he blew out his acl he's officially on ir if you actually knew that he was still in the league Ugh, which yeah. i had no idea he's in he was in minnesota yeah bishop ranky he was a second round pick right uh yes, I believe. Speaking so. of, he's like Roberto Aguayo. Aguayo. Oh, Aguayo, yeah. Yeah. At least they didn't trade up for Bishop Sankey, I don't think. <laughs> I can't believe the GM Jason <laughs> Hey man, the second round started. Dude, why are your pupils so big? Oh, dude, I'm so wasted right now, man. <laughs> Money's I just figured the rounds, you know, after this is just easy. I I think we should get some some somebody could score some points. Oh, dude, I got this, man. <laughs> Who scores the most points? Hey, if you look at the Hall of Fame and you look at the all-time point getters, it's like guys like Morton Anderson. I'm going to get that kicker that's the best kicker of all time, right? Oh, my gosh. What a disaster gonna, of a pick. Gonna, well, he might not be here in five picks. Well, I guess I'm going to trade up and go get him, I guess, now, right? So he mounted to be – it ended up being like a second, I think, third and fourth for Guayu. Sweet baby Jesus. Ugh. Hey, at least he owned up to it and said, hey, it's a bad pick. That's like one of the all-time whiffs ever right there, man. Again, it goes right back to like – you know, we do a podcast in Dynasty Fantasy Football. We have pretty good su- success on like, scouting out these players. We're just guys. Right. You know, that study and spend way too much time our wives would probably say on this stuff. But come on, dude. Like, you guys get paid millions of dollars. And as soon as you did it, you're like, what the hell? What the hell are you doing? Everybody else is like, what are you doing? What are you and, doing? Like, literally, everyone panned it immediately because yeah. it should have been. Um, yeah, it was horrible. Well, back horrible to other pick. guys. You know, I was wary of that pick, and I'm wary of uh, Willie Sneed, too. Ah, Willie. Again, I think I mentioned this before. Like, I'm trying to get out from Willie Sneed. I'm seeing what people are going to offer me for Willie Sneed. Funny, funny too, you know, somehow that ball that you buff a little bit comes into fruition. I said a couple weeks ago, I was like, listen, man, I don't get the whole Willie Sneed thing. I'm actually more in on Ted Ginn, and if you need wide receiver help, you should go trade for Ted Ginn. 
And then today, a tweet comes out, literally today, that says, Ted Ginn's out-snapping Willie Sneed. I mean, I, I guess it doesn't surprise me that he's out-snapping him, because I think Willie Sneed is a slot guy, and I think you just get more work with two wide receivers. I still think Willie Sneed's going to score more points. I know that you, for some reason... We have a bet. I know we've got a bet. Wait, what's the bet again? We hadn't set parameters. We did bet that, you know, you said Ted that Ginn Ted Ginn have would have more points. I said Willie Sneed would have more points. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that he's out-snapping him right now, but come the regular season, I, nope. I do believe Willie I'm wary. Sneed. I'm selling. I think people like Willie Sneed. I think they put value into Willie Sneed. I am trading Willie Sneed to see what I can get for him. I'm just wary. I'm a little wary. I, I mean, know, don't Drew, get me wrong. Drew Brees isn't long in the tooth. I traded Willie Sneed in the league where I owned him. So, uh, I mean, it's... Why are you wary? It's not that I'm weary. I just got good value out of it, so I did it. Um, it was basically... I. I I turned two guys that were free agents into like some good stuff. I mean, I can't remember what exactly what I got for it. I, I know I got um, a second round pick and and this year, next year, and a third round pick. I think, and it was Willie Sneed and Spencer Ware, two guys I picked up off of the waiver wire. Okay. So I mean, it was it was one of those package deals. But um, so I mean, I'm not completely against getting rid of Willie Sneed or anything, but. I'm not weary. I think he's going to outproduce again. Yeah, you're going to lose a bet. We we need to become. We need to get the basic we, standard of this bet. Listen, we have until we starts. have until the season, right? I mean, it's only three weeks away. We, we have, not talk about my sex life we, earlier. We <laughs> we have got three weeks. We got plenty of time. That's okay. All three right. We got three minutes. We got plenty of time. <laughs> uh, next thing that I'm wary of: the entire Colts offense. I when you looked at me and said that, like I, I, I was completely with you because I had individually written down T. Y. Hilton, Dante Moncrief. I thought about Jack Doyle, but I didn't. And then I was like, all right, I'm with you. I don't like this quote coming from the Colts brass. Andrew Luck's gonna be ready around the start of the season. Around hey, maybe a little bit before, maybe week eight. Who I mean, no, <laughs> maybe a little after. Well, how much is he practicing up into that point? He threw a tennis ball the other day. Uh, uh, he's strengthening his shoulder. Uh, so yeah, it's Andrew, not Andrew Luck Agassi out there. I don't know. Right? Yeah, it, it's it's very uh, uh, it's it's disheartening, man. If it you're, takes time to get back caught back up. Right. If you're an Andrew Luck owner, this obviously you probably ho- hopefully you've made other plans, but guys like T. Y. Hilton, you know, owners and, and Dante Moncrief. Or, or Chester Rogers. I, I think it's just a downgrade. You just have to temper your um, expectations for those guys because obviously, you know, Scott Tolzien stinks. Um, whoever the heck they even have as a third string, I don't even know. I mean, Matt Hasselbeck. No, not anymore. <laughs> I mean, it is, you're going into the season with Scott Tolzien, so I mean, that's just horrible. Yeah, that's that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm kind of very wary. Uh, like I'm not selling T. Y. Hilton. You know. But we were talking about Moncrief earlier when we were talking about Chester Rogers about like he might be a viable option. I said that in the podcast, and like literally the next day, somebody in one of our leagues, that, I mean, one of the listeners sent me a trade offer for Chester. Oh, Rogers. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's not. It wasn't. It wasn't even a bad trade offer. It just I needed a running back help. They wanted, uh, I think, like Elijah McGuire or, gotcha, or gotcha. Jeremy McNichols. Right. I have no running backs. I needed. Yeah, you need. You needed the depth. Yeah. But yeah, I'm very wary of that whole situation. Definitely, like, if you have T.Y. Hillen, uh, 
might be a, might be a slow start. Slow start. That's yeah. That's what I mean. You just have to temper your enthusiasm because I think, I mean, I think Andrew Luck's going to be back. I'm not sure how effective he is going to be early. So it's kind of one of those. It's going to be one of those slow burn type of things where these guys might not be up to par until halfway through your season. Yeah. And if you if you have the depth to survive that, then you're fine. But if you don't, like if you're really counting on T.Y. Hilton, you you might be. You might be looking to make one of those trades that Rich was talking about, um, you know, maybe Jeremy Macklin or somebody like that. Ted Ginn, Jeremy Macklin, Mike Wallace. Right. You might want to you might want to do that just to fill the hole here for the beginning of the year. Yeah, and it's never you can never have too much talent on your roster. Uh another guy I'm worried about a little bit, I'm weary of in the twenty seventeen season, which probably is a guy that helped a lot of people win a championship, is DeMarco Murray. He's got that hamstring issue going on right about now. Uh-huh. We know how those linger. Uh, Yeah. I just think they're kind of just playing that one kind of slow personally. But uh-huh. um, I don't think they need to rush. I think they know exactly what they have in DeMarco Murray. They don't mind getting a little bit of extra work for Henry here in the preseason. And, you know, why beat up a guy that's a proven veteran? And I'm just, I, I, I just feel like they might want to work like Henry in a little bit more. No, this I, year. I mean, I agree that I think they are going to work him in a little bit more, but um, I, I still don't see like the cliff coming here for for Demarco Murray. So. No, when I say wary, it's like a, it's a whisper. Okay, all right. I mean, I could see his value. I mean, his yardage and and fantasy points going down a little bit, but I. Like you're like, hey, who are you wary of? And I'd be like, Jay Jai, and who else? Demarco Murray. So it's just a whisper of. Of hesitance from you. Uh, another guy I'm kind of worried about a little bit this year. Okay, Jordan Howard. Okay, you know I know he had a great year last year. He looked did. really good. Yeah, showed me up. I wasn't big on him. Showed me I was wrong. But me listen, too. Man, yeah, neither one of us were high on him. This offense is just not a good offense, man. And like now you have a whole year's worth of tape on him. You know he's good. You can kind of focal like, hey, we got to shut Jordan Howard down and let the quarterback beat us here. Let Mike Glennon beat us. You know, sure, sure. Mr. Tupac, uh, Napoleon Dynamite himself. <laughs> let let him beat us. It's not going to happen. So I feel, for again, one of those situations where we had a huge year last year, somebody's going to be a little bit more disappointed than the Jordan Howard news to the point where, again, I'm kind of see what I can get for Jordan Howard. I, it, it's a gamble, but you already have the hashtag two to three year window in the first place. And only people that actually outproduce that two to three year window are like almost Hall of Fame kind of running backs. Is Jordan Howard a Hall of Fame kind of running back? Uh, I mean, not in my eyes, but not in my eyes either. Right, he fits perfectly in that category of like that hashtag two to three year window sure, kind of category. Sure. Jordan Howard, where you get two three years of really good production, and then it's kind of like poof, room for one more in the Bishop Renke train. Zero point zero years of production. I was gonna say I wouldn't go that far. So Jordan Howard, a little weary. You weary? Um. Proceed with caution. I, I mean, I think he could match those numbers or come close to those numbers. So I'm not like super, you super so? weary. Yeah, I don't think so. No, no, right. I think it comes down a little bit. I just, I think you know, with the whole news of you know you lose Alshon, you, the tight end situation. I like Adam Shaheen a lot. He's looking really good in camp right now. Right, right. But they might get away from Mike Glenn this year to get Trubisky some. Uh, reps. He already looked f- fantastic in the preseason. Right. Yeah. If they're, I mean, Mike Glenn's f- going to have to be on right. a thin rope just because the fans would be clamoring for him. If the receiving situation does not pan out with Meredith, Kevin White, 
it just doesn't really print out. If a defense could shut down a running back, we've seen that with Todd Gurley. All right. Sure. Not really a better yeah. If they, if they, if they yeah, if they don't prove that they can, you know, stretch the defense, they're going to end up with a, a safety in the box, and I could, I could see that. Um, now again, this and this is even an indictment on like you know, it's you, not an indictment on the talent. Just you just think you think the situation of the whole team has has come down a bit. I, I see you, what you and mean. If you think you're going to compete this yeah. year because of Jordan Howard, he's the X factor. You might be a little bit worried, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. I got you. You're starting to sell me a little bit. It's not like a high powered offense that you really want to have a piece of. Uh, so I get that. Because uh, when it's one dimensional, it can be shut down. Yeah, for sure. Another guy I'm worried about is a guy that we've been pimping pretty mm, hard. Right, right. Paul Perkins. He so, looked terrible. I almost said that word. So <laughs> easy. So yeah, he has not looked great here in, in the first game of the preseason. He looked freaking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a little. He's running a little tentative, right? He's not like really just banging it in there and going. No, like uh, now, granted, it's the first, maybe a little case of the jitters, you know. Who but knows? for somebody that I'm excited about, for somebody that has all these weapons that we explained about Paul Perkins, right? You know, he has all these weapons. You can't stack the bo- box against him. Let's see what he does with it. Got to catch the ball. I'm really starting to believe that the n- number one fantasy point getter in New York this year is going to be Shane Vereen. If he stays healthy, he's going to catch enough footballs where he is going to be the man there for this year. Well, I mean, Arlene's dark will look like a better running back than, uh, I'm not, I'm not in than Paul Bergen. I mean, he did. From what I saw, he looked more explosive. I don't know. But... Yeah. See, if I'm on that, if I'm on that train, I'm on the back of the caboose. I'm not saying I'm not saying to, I'm not saying to get him. I don't fashion. think he's like the long term answer or anything like that. But it's an indictment on Paul Bergen. Yeah. He did not perform well in the first game. I've been. I've been pimping Paul Perkins for about yeah, four months us. now, yeah. saying I love him. Yeah. I think you know what he does is he does everything well. I saw that game and I watched it and I frowned. Yeah, I didn't cry. No, but I frowned. And I got really worried. <laughs> a little sad. A little more than sad. Okay, a lot of sad. But I'm not freaking out yet. But if you ask me right now, Rich, tell me right now, man. You know what you're talking about. I trust you. You're the man. You're handsome. Uh, you're intelligent. <laughs> Do I have to say all that stuff? I mean, you don't. So oh, right, somebody good. says it. All right, I good. Care. I don't care who says all it. Right. I'll take it. I'll take it anywhere and get it. <laughs> who will be the number one fantasy running back for the New York Giants this year? I'd be like, Oh, you're rubbing that crystal ball again, <laughs> buffing it up. Okay, Shane Vereen. Really? I'm not even big on him. I'm, wow. I don't even like Shane Vereen. It's just I have this feeling. He's going to catch about 60 footballs, and he might get a couple carries out of the backfield. If he's going to be the leader, I don't want any of them. Okay. All right. If you know, I'll lay that We're not even talking about Vereen here. We're talking about Perkins. A right. little worried. I'm not getting worried over one game, but I am. <laughs> that was a confusing statement. I know. All right. That's why I, that's why I can't, you know. Sometimes you confuse them a little bit. They don't even, well, I said this and that. All righty. A little bit of this. A little bit of that. You've thoroughly confused me. Another guy. Let's talk about another guy. Uh, all right. Our, how about our guy, um, P. Ryan? Samaj P. Ryan. Samaj P. Ryan is next on our list. Hey, remember when uh, the draft was going along, those rookie drafts, and we're like, why are people taking Samaj P. Ryan in the first round? Why are people taking Samaj P. Ryan ahead of Zay Jones? And people were like, listen, man, he's going to be the starter in Washington. And we're like, uh... And there's well, a he's, really, he's pretty one-dimensional. Right. Uh, he's going to be touchdown dependent. 
He's not going to be really that fantasy relevant. Like, it's good value in the middle of the second round for a gamble, but it's not really a good move to take him ahead of guys like Curtis Samuel or Zay Jones. And I, I'd rather gamble on Joe Williams, personally. Just me. I'm, I'm crazy. I know I'm crazy. I crazy. do remember all these all these crazy things that we were saying. Well, right now he's significantly behind Rob Kelly. He's Rob Kelly. Looked, he hasn't looked that great. Right. He hasn't looked that great. He's uh he's fumbled already. So we know that gets those guys in the doghouse there in in, in Jay Gruden's offense. No boy, no. Um, hasn't been um, pass blocking well at all. Which is not a good he's sign signific- for a big guy. Yeah, he's significantly behind in the pass protection area. So I mean, right For now, things that he. Needs to do well to have any kind of success fantasy-wise in the NFL, let alone just in the NFL. He's not doing it all. No, he's not. So um, Way too early again. Definitely know, too early. Don't, about this. don't throw him to the curb or anything, but um, I would expect Rob Kelly to get a significant chunk of the rushes for at least the first half of the season, yeah, maybe he, even the entire season. I think the entire season. Yeah. And I, then – if he doesn't break, if he doesn't do well enough, they're going to get a running back. Next year's running back class is pretty solid. Right. So there'll be talent there. Yep. So if you have P. Ryan, you invested a first-round pick into him, or there's a second-round pick, and when you selected him, like ninth overall, and the guy behind you is like, oh, damn it. I was going to take P. Ryan. You son of a gun, you. You could always, Billy. Sell, him. You could always sell him to him. <laughs> Hop on Maisie. <laughs> right. Shoot a quick message. Like, hey, man. You know, I've been sitting around these last couple months, and you know, I just, I just feel so terrible for sniping you like that. <laughs> I know you took Zay Jones, but maybe we should just swap. This is what I'm gonna do. This is, I feel so terrible. I'm gonna give you P Ryan, and because I feel so terrible, I'm gonna give you my third round pick next year. And you you just give me Zay Jones. I know, I know, I know you're bending over. I know. But don't worry. I'm also going to throw in the Ben Gay because I'll take it on this one. It's, 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 well, not Ben Gay. I hope not Ben Gay. <laughs> That's not making anything better. Something looped. <laughs> Here's some lube. God. Just give it to me. But as long as you give me Zay Jones in return for P. Ryan, I'll take it. Please. Please. I mean, I'm not desperate. I'm not desperate. Uh, that's the kind of move I'm taking. Even if I mean honestly, I would take Curtis Samuel here. I would take Joe Williams for an heck of it. I'm just I'm trying to get rid of P Ryan now. I'm I'm trying I'm using this to say, hey, you know what? I was right. Or no, I was wrong. Matt and Rich were right. Let me just get out from this now before it's too late. It's yeah. Unfortunately, you know, you most likely already drafted him. Because so. pretty soon it's gonna be too late. It is. It's going to be too late. People are like, ooh, Chris Thompson. <laughs> oh, man. Um, let's talk about a guy you don't like at all. Well, I've never really liked him. So um, You've been wary since day one. Day one, coming out from the U, Lamar Miller. Um, and my biggest concern this year is all the talk from the coaches, basically saying how they're going to scale back his workload and stuff like that. And then they, they go out and, and draft a monster of a rookie. He looked good so far. And he's looked good. Um, so I, I just, I am a little worried about his fantasy production this year. I think they're going to scale it back a bit and not that he was, he wasn't like a big time producer as is. I mean, no, yeah, exactly. And he's, he's somebody I'm going to talk about like on my ESPN show mm-hmm. when I always talk about players like, Hey, just when you get your cheat sheet, right? Cross them off. You got to Like you got to rank certain players no matter what. Right. But there's certain players like he's one of them. Just go ahead and get that little magic marker. Make sure it's black because you don't want to any second doubt. You don't want to know who's there. And just cross them off. Right. I have about 15 guys 
when I get my sheets. Sure. I go right, just cross them off. And you're right, no matter what, they're never an option because they're already taken by some other sucker. <laughs> and I like Lamar Miller. I do. I like him more than you do. Uh, but again, situation, opportunity, uh, you know, repeat injury history. He's got a name. Can't run the ball between the tackles. He's got a name still, and that's why I'm saying that's why he made the list to me i mean he's I, i've always been leery of him um but he's still got a name in the dynasty community so i i, I think yeah know, in startup drafts be, he right. still goes everyone once his adp did you ever see that in there uh i can't remember no i can't remember what's the top of my head i had it though look it up and come back to it sure in the meantime i'll go to the next guy uh a guy that you are wary of 43rd 43rd so that's end of the third round right that's that's to me that's just way too high yeah that's loony toony mm-hmm. i mean again Lamar Miller, hey, I'll give you Lamar Miller for any of those any of those rookie running backs. Right. I d- I dude, would take them one hundred percent. I would take Zay Jones for Lamar Miller right, right now. Right. Unless I was decimated at running back. True. But then I'm just trying to get another running back. <laughs> or maybe I'll try and get like somebody that has like Rob Kelly in a first round pick. Sure. You know. Sure. sure. If I can get Rob Kelly in a first round pick for Lamar Miller, yeah, because guess what? I could start Rob Kelly this year, and then next year I'll draft a running back. That will probably be better than both of those guys. True statement. Combined. Yep. From the combine. From the combine. As I get number nine combo. Right off, right off the rip. Um. So yeah, C.J. Anderson. You're wary of C.J. Anderson. I am, man. Just because he's never really stayed healthy at all for an entire season, um, ever. So I mean, it's it's hard to really rely on that guy. Um. I know he's billed again as their top running back, but I, I guess I'll believe it when I see it. I think he's one of those people that are going to benefit from opportunity. Well, I mean, I, and plus I did bold prediction, drunk predictions. I know on Twitter. I know. you. And did. one of my bold drunk predictions was CJ Anderson would be a top 15 fantasy running back. That, I mean, that's great. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, the bold. most no, it's it's, bold. You, you, it's, you say, you say bold. You say, don't be bashful. Yeah. I, I say, don't crazy. be a bully. Right. Don't be bitter. I mean, 2014 was his best year. He had 849 yards. Best rushing. year. 849 yards rushing. Bonafide. Right. Bronco. Right. Brilliant. You're just thinking of different alliterations. That's BS. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I mean, you're, I I understand the worry there sure. because he had that one really good year. That one really good year was 849 yards rushing. Hashtag one to three year window. <laughs> I mean, he did have another 300 yards uh, receiving also in that year. So, I mean, he did, it was a good year for him, but I mean, it still wasn't great. You know, I mean, it wasn't, he wasn't like a 1500 yard, 1600 yard all purpose back or anything like that. No, I agree. I, I understand the worry. I am not, I feel he's going to contribute. I think he's going to be a high end running back to this year. But now again, I'm going to bar this on health. You know what I mean? That's what I'm going to bar it on. Right. But at the same time, it's uh, it's I, I see where you can go with this. Definitely, if the quarterback situation doesn't pan out at all, which it looks pretty damn bad there in Denver right now, yeah, I'm right. kind of, be kind of worried about it as well. Right. So, uh, one more guy could be one more guy that you're worried about this year. Um, let's see. So, I, I mean, I guess I guess the guy that I'm worried about who everyone is hyping a lot is Brandon cooks. And I know, really? yeah, I know it's not like, um, 
I'm not worried at all. Just to let you know. You're not you're not worried no. at all. I'll, everything I read out of camp is there. Him and Tom Brady. It's like love at first sight. It's like me seeing Kate Upton for the first time. <laughs> it's just love at first sight. You know what I mean? It's just natural. It's there. It's mutual. Uh, so yeah. It's just, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just worried. worried. I'm worried. I'm worried because can it be relied on week to week? In New England, can anyone other than Julian Edelman and Rob Gronkowski be relied on week to week? And to me, until it's proven, it, it, that's what that's what I'm worried about is just the offensive use. I don't. I think he's. I think he's very talented. I think he's in a great offense, but I think they morph from week to week. And I think he's like he might be one of those guys that they're game plan specific with. Hey, if we want to stretch the field this week, we're going to use a lot more Brandon Cooks, and those will be the weeks where he produces. I already mentioned Brandon Cooks. They gave up too much for him. Belichick wanted him. He's 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 a genius. He's in a scheme for him. I think this hurts Julian Edelman more than anything else. I think Brandon Cooks would be one of their top fantasy producers of the entire offense this year. I love Brandon Cooks this year. And if you're the you're the perfect kind of owner where I hope you have Brandon Cooks so I can go out there and get him. I mean that that that's great and I probably would trade him for the right price. Yes. Do you have Brandon Cooks in your leagues right? I don't. Son of a B. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Yeah. I own I own zero Brandon Cooks shares. Oh, okay. Well, so that's it for today. That is. Yeah. So we'll call this show like the caution show or something along those lines, right? Um, I guess. Yeah. In the meantime, big shout outs to our friends Maisie M A Z E Y. Make sure you go there and download the app. Try it out. Okay. Try it out. Yeah. Saying, try it out. Let us know how you like it. I guarantee you, and come back and be like, you know what? are so right if you have one Again. of those if you're in one of those leagues where the message board has just died bring Maisie into it don't worry we'll be back talking about Maisie next week yep. no need to no need to over pimp it okie doke player play on player come on down get All back right, in man. pocket get back in pocket in the meantime if you want to have any uh dynasty questions or hell for me even redraft questions Hit me up on Twitter at Dynasty Rich I'm at Dynasty Matt I will have my uh redraft rankings up either tonight or tomorrow night, or tomorrow. I haven't had them up by Thursday at 11 when I do my ESPN show, so I have to work on my redraft rankings. That'll be on DynastyNerds.com, because that's what we do. Sweet. Are we going to do a redraft show this year? We can if you want. Let us know if you want one All right. on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us at DynastyNerds. If you want to support the site, make sure you go ahead and get on uh, the site. We have a donation page. Remember, all that money that comes in goes right back to our fabulous writers and hosting this podcast and hosting the website. We don't take the money. It goes into the website. You can always buy a brand new Dynasty Nerds t-shirt. Yes, sir. You want your high five intake to be guaranteed increased? You want your love life to get better? Do you just want to look better, period? And feel better. It's so feel better? Yeah. You want your nipples to be caressed by lovely lovely crowds, clouds? Don't roll your eyes like you want me to delete that comment. I I wish we could. (laughs) I wish we could. Dynasty Nerds t-shirts, get on there. The best most comfortable shirt in the world that's the one thing i can promise that that's the only guarantee i will give they are super comfy and you will look better mm-hmm. uh anything else you can promote i think that's it that I, oh and if you also can be a deer if you have iphone get on itunes and leave us a rating review we're still marching to 400 right we were at 348 uh last week i put on twitter like hey man we're only two away from 350 so if two people can help me out that'd be great 14 people helped us out. Did we make it? Oh, nice. Yeah, we're at 362. Sweet. Which means we're only 38 people away. Oh, jeez. 38 people away from being 400. That's an amazing number on iTunes. We're getting there, man. So, listen, 
I do the numbers. I see how many people download this show, which still blows me away. But listen, 38 is not a big number. <laughs> I know at least 38 of you out there have an iPhone. I know you're like, ah, oh, dude, I, I don't have the time for this. It takes 38 seconds. Is that it? That's it, man. All right. So I spend hours a week entertaining. I'm just asking for a little favor. I don't know why I want to be at 400 so bad. I just want it. Um, You're OCD about the, your numbers. I know. So we appreciate it. Do you mm-hmm. appreciate it? I totally appreciate it. All right. Well, that's all we can ask for then. Yep. Until the meantime, hopefully none of your players get hurt. Hopefully you stay healthy. We got another week coming up right here of fresh new preseason games. I am going to go upstairs and watch Hard Knocks and watch Robert Aguayo get cut. Nice. I can't they, wait to see They are this. definitely going to drop the bomb. I mean, who misses an extra point and a 47-yard field goal and says it's bad luck? I see. <laughs> <laughs> listen, dude. Listen, man. Listen. It was just bad luck that I missed these kicks. Totally would have made that kick if I did not forget my rabbit's foot <laughs> in my locker, man. Totally would have made it. <laughs> just give me one more shot. Come on, oh, dude. Man. You knew. You traded up for me. They're like, just you get, know what you were doing. Just leave, man. Just get the get out of here. <laughs> As he slides a note under the door. <laughs> oh, this man. is Ryan Matthews' number. You can call him for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back next week. Until then, be good. Adios. Ready, set, Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.